Welcome to We, Women Encouragers and Wellness Enthusiasts. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Morgan. Both nutritionists leading busy lives, just trying to balance it all. Here we will be sharing the stories of inspiring women in our Oregon communities. How do you balance wellness, work, health, and relationships, and all the little things we do in between? Come listen in on the conversations while we chat about all of these and more. Much, much more. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hey. So today we are so excited to share our first guest ever. And um, before she gets on here, we just kind of wanted to do a little quick update and let you guys know what's been going on in mine and Kelsey's life. So Kelsey, what's new? Yeah, so a couple days ago, we got back from Bend, Oregon, and we were there for New Year's with uh, a couple of our friends, and we just hung out and had such a fun time. It was so relaxing, and we also went to the mountain where I got to see two of my best friends get engaged, and my other friends were there also to watch, and it was it was just the most special moment. I absolutely loved it and they're so happy and it was perfect and yeah such a fun time what about you cute Cute. I saw her pictures and it was amazing I know I know it was awesome what about you yeah I just started a new job nice officially out of the serving industry and um I'm just so excited to move on so I actually got a new job at somewhere that is Um, in the field that I graduated in, so nutrition and food. And my now position is a nutrition specialist and health coach at a new company here in Oregon. Well, kind of now. It's growing, so you may start to see it here and there. But um, it's called The Fit Foods. And at The Fit Foods, basically what I'm helping doing is I'm encouraging people to create better lifestyle choices and we're sitting down and offering nutrition consultations and do meal planning um especially we offer meals that are like pre-portioned healthy balanced um and it's really cool like I eat the food all the time and it's great because um that's like what I would create for myself and so it's so convenient and awesome and I'm surrounded now by people that have the very same interests and um hobbies as I do and it's the best thing ever that is so cool that's like totally right up your alley I love it yeah so now on to our interview our first guest on we is girl boss wellness lover and vegan ice cream expert she's awesome she's one of our friends and her name is Caitlin so hi Caitlin hi So, Caitlin, can you tell us a little bit bit about yourself? So, tell our guests who you are, um, why, what you do, all the things. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Um, Me too. I am a girl from South Louisiana living in Portland, Oregon now, and I make ice cream, and I have for the past five years. Um, I have a plant-based ice cream business here in Portland called Vow Ice Creams. It's an acronym for vegan, organic, and whole. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I love to do. I love making ice cream. I love being active. I'm a big runner. 
Um, I've loved connecting with people one-on-one. I'm more of like an intimate um, friendship group um, type girl. Like on a Friday night, I'd much rather be like at a dinner table enjoying great food with oh, I love that. friends than yeah. like a giant group. Yes. <laughs> Although yeah. that's really fun sometimes as well. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, that's me. I have like a cat and a dog and a husband oh. and I love Portland so much. I like- When did you move here? I moved over here in uh, early 2017. Okay. okay. Two years here. Yeah. 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 Dang. I bet that's flown by too. <laughs> it has. Yeah. <laughs> Insurance. Are you used to our rain yet? Yeah. I am okay with it. I'm okay with it. It is sometimes hard, but I think last year was a lot harder, but this year I find myself being a lot more okay with it. I think because there's so much motivating me, I don't really... Yeah dwell on it as much just like okay this is what it is yeah let's focus on something else (laughs) (laughs) move on that's awesome awesome. um so Caitlin and Kelsey and us all met how did we all meet guys do you guys remember yeah we met in an event last summer at Maple, like a wellness event and it was just like a bunch of girls from around the city interested in one thing and (laughs) we were all just kind of chatting and you and I met I think we met and became Instagram friends and yeah that was so fun (laughs) yeah that was so fun yeah everybody was there for something related to Instagram and so I loved that event because I met so many girls Mm -hmm. and we were like oh what's your Instagram like what's your Instagram and it's crazy like I still am in touch with a ton of people that I met there like to this day I don't know it's yeah, super awesome. Like you. I know. Um, and it's kind of funny because I think now, too, like we were Instagram friends, Caitlin, but I started seeing you more and more this summer with my job. Yeah. Which was fun. That was a line. Like I saw you at another like fitness event. <laughs> like, yeah. At Providence it, Park. Together. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So we want to learn a little bit more about yourself um like how do you kind of started in the whole wellness like why you love to work out and like be well and all those yeah. kind of things and getting that scene um yeah so maybe tell us how you started or I okay let's see um I love being active truly it's a huge part of my life because it helps me balance my emotions like that's mm-hmm. kind of what it comes down to it helps me feel good yeah um, and I think I started really being active in college, in early college, I remember I was on the LSU rowing team. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> like, rowing mates was like, do you want to train for a half marathon with us? And he said in the middle of, like, one of our classes, and I, like, leaned over, and I was like, what? <laughs> do you want to train for a half marathon? I was like, how far is that? <laughs> and whenever he told me the mileage, I was like, no. <laughs> Were you running at the time, too, or no? I wasn't. I wasn't. My yeah. dad was a big runner. I ran with him a little bit when I was like a kid, but I wasn't a runner. Um, but you know, long story short, I got into it, loved yeah. it, and it's been about a decade now of my life. Um, I'm not a massive runner any longer, but yeah, go out for short mileage a couple times a week and just enjoy it. You know, I don't, I don't run very far any longer. Um, treadmill or outside? What oh, ever a treadmill! Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's I like to be outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Run in Portland too. I feel like 
Yeah. So I, I like a cooler weather run, but um, like a cold weather run. And I like to run in the, in the forest, I've gotten more into like trails and stuff. It's just peaceful. You know, it yeah. clears your mind. But um, yeah, I started working for Lululemon when I was in college. And part of that was like, obviously the yoga community, the, the wellness and fitness community. So uh, my team and I like started working out a lot. And it was a lot of like making dates to go work out with your coworkers. Like, oh, oh like, let's go work out tomorrow at, you know, 8am. Mm-hmm. So that quickly became something that I love and still love to this day. I love making dates with girlfriends to just go and work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love the, honestly, I love the competition a bit and I love the camaraderie of just like having someone with you. Yeah. yeah, I love pushing myself a good bit. Um, It just, it keeps me balanced. Um, So that was my intro to, you know, wellness and eating healthier and um, managing my time correctly. I hear a lot of people say, I don't have time to work out. Yeah. Um, and that's fair. You know, I totally understand that because sometimes I feel that way too, but I also know the, co- the conversely of that is that you have to make the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and important. you know, it's not like I'm perfect at that all the time, but I do, I do try. I make that effort. Um, at least move. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Sometimes it's a walk, honestly, like today, I'm not going to do anything today. I was like, <laughs> I need to sleep and that's what I need <laughs> go on a walk with my dog. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be lazy. So that's cool too. (laughs) Yeah. You have to do what's good for you at the time. And sometimes sleeping in is better than work. So that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also I think it's important to note that it takes a while to kind of get there. Cause I think that you have to maybe go on the other end of, um, maybe taking it uh, a bit too hard and, um, being a bit too, uh, regimented with it and not listening to your wiser self maybe. Um, and then that, that it's like a pendulum. I think, you know, you yeah. get one yeah. end and you're like, okay, this isn't working for me. I'm over exhausted and, yes. or, or poorly fe- feeling poor. Cause I'm not doing anything, you know, mm. right. And it's different for each person too. That that's, you know, that thing that that's preached a lot too on Instagram lately, a lot of like self-acceptance just, I love that. That's right for you. It's not the same thing yeah. for any individual. Right. Yeah. Which is so good because there's so much comparison, I feel like, online. And it's really easy to fall down that path of comparing where you are at with fitness or with nutrition or health or anything like that. It's really hard to compare yourself to other people. So yeah. it's good to just meet yourself where you're at. Yeah. It's okay to say it's okay. But then there's like, <laughs> oh, it's okay. You know? Like, yeah. you got to, like, actually yeah. accept it, I feel like. Just be like. Yeah. We're all good here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit at home and in this moment for a reason. Right? Exactly. Don't push yourself too hard, but then realize when you are. <laughs> love yeah. that. I love that. So then you went to school and then did you move to Boston after that or? Okay. I was dating a guy and he got a job <laughs> in Boston. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I moved with him because I knew I wanted to get out of Louisiana as much as I love um, Louisiana, um, so much the food, the culture, my family, I wanted to travel. Like that's a big desire of mine. And yeah, that was, he was like, do you want to move with me? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I, I told him, okay, let me think about it. <laughs> Gotta play hard. But in my heart, I was like, oh yeah, duh. Um, so that was fun. We lived in Boston for four years. And whenever I got to Boston, I literally graduated college and took off for Boston in my car with some friends the very next morning. 
Oh really? my gosh. Sort of magical and like uh, movie-like, like literally the day after. So I really like that that's how it all fell into place for me. But, you know, so I got to Boston and I was like, and I was, I continued working for Lululemon out there. So I did have a job lined okay. up. You transferred. But I was like, you know, 20, what was I, 23 years old. And I was like, what do I, what do I want to do with my life? You know, I mm-hmm. actually hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't really like schooling. I'm more of a free spirit and just kind of want to do, mm-hmm. sit and learn. Um, I like to learn differently, like reading or I guess doing or creating, but um, and I know a lot of people are like that. Um, yeah. It's kind of sometimes a harder emotional path because you're like, what's wrong with me? Like, I don't like school and everybody's excelling. But I had to come to terms with like, that's just, that was just me. And that's cool. But well, not for everyone. That's it's for sure. Not, it's not. But uh, so, yeah, I, I remember I was like crying on the couch in our 500 square foot overpriced apartment in Cambridge, Massachusetts one day. <laughs> and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And Brandon was like, well, you love dessert. Like you like to bake. He's like, well, <laughs> that's awesome. That. And honestly, that was the day. Like I stayed home that day. I just got out a piece of paper and a pen. I just started writing down ideas. And by that day, I was going to start a bakery. And by the end of the day, I was going to start making ice cream. Did you have any culinary experience at that moment too? Yeah. Like but I was I've always worked in food since I was like oh, okay. 16. That's always been my jobs, like serving and mm-hmm. uh, working in food and watching my mom and grandma cook and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna make ice cream. I don't know how to make ice cream, but it started <laughs> a blog. I started a blog called Scoop Sites, mm-hmm. um, and would just go around taking pictures of like ice cream in my site. Like I would hold it out, and it would like be my site of the ice cream. So this and, was back then when this probably wasn't a thing yet. Too. Like Tumblr yeah. was like this is I was like on Tumblr doing this. Oh, oh that's what you know. <laughs> and yeah, I just was like reviewing ice creams around the city, being like, this was like uh, on a scale of like one to five, this was like a three point five <laughs> to me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I was never super critical because I was always like, you know, I don't know, you I didn't feel right, but that that morphed into me wanting to actually make ice cream. So I started making ice cream, like dairy ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was summer of 2013. And then Christmas of 2013, I went home and I told my family, I was like, my gift to all of you is I'm going to make ice cream. And this is a big turning point, honestly, in my career path this moment. And I remember my sister, my younger sister, Meredith being like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. But man, like I, I can't have it. You know, she was, just recently diagnosed with UC and she couldn't have dairy or gluten. And I remember thinking, no way, like I'm not going to make ice cream for the family and you're going to sit there and watch us eat it. I was like, I'm going to make an ice cream everyone can have. And sort of scrambled to figure out how to make this like dairy free ice cream. I think I found a recipe for nutmeg ice cream in like Bon Appetit. And I went and bought ingredients. I made it. And it came out awful. It was icy and rock solid. Um, but my family was so sweet. They were like, it's so good. And I was like, you guys just love me. But this is awful. <laughs> and that struck motivation to figure this out. And so I started, yeah, diving in, diving in, testing, testing, testing. And by that next summer, I started a business, a small business called Scoop Sites. <laughs> that is so awesome. What 
I mean, what on the day you're talking about when you decided you were going to like start a bakery or ice cream shop, like why, why did you choose ice cream versus like any other dessert? Was there like a reason you chose that or you just love that moment? Or? Ice cream has an emotional tie to me for sure. Uh, we always had ice cream in the house growing up. We were a big Bluebell family, which is a large ice cream distributor that's mainly in like the Southern, I think Midwestern states. But we always had gallons of that in the freezer. My mom <laughs> loved ice cream. So we would always eat ice cream together. My brother loved ice cream. And I, I, I was a fiend for ice cream, honestly. Like in college, I shared a house with my brother for a time. And he one time bought, there was a bunch of little Bluebell pints on sale. And he bought like seven or eight of them. And I opened the freezer one day and saw them. <laughs> I texted him saying, can I have some of your ice cream? And he said, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to eat some of your ice cream. And he was like, no. <laughs> and oh, I ate no. it anyway. And he was upset. And I was like, honestly, Aaron, like I, I couldn't not. <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember that thing. Like, awesome. like I kind of just, I love ice cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's nostalgic for me. It reminds me of my mom a lot. Um, and we used to obviously churn ice cream in the little crank machine. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> family at family gatherings, we'd always do cherry vanilla. And yeah, that that was uh, I think that's why I chose ice cream. I, I liked it a lot personally. <laughs> awesome. So when you started Scoop Sites, did that like did you do pints or like yeah. how did that kind I of I did evolve? popsicles actually. Oh. oh okay. So I was making dairy free ice cream out of coconut milk. And yeah. I, someone suggested, why don't you do popsicles? And it was this girl who owned a trike, a tricycle with a cooler on the back. And she had a popsicle oh business in Boston and she was selling her trike and her business. She was going to nursing school. Of course. So I, I bought the trike from her. Actually, that was like the model of my business. I would like <laughs> That's buy awesome. town and sell ice cream, but she was like, why don't you do popsicles? And my first reaction was like, no, like I want to do ice cream, like pints, like classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The more I thought about it, I was like, wait, this is a great idea. And so honestly, listening to other people's opinions is sometimes wonderful. Sometimes the second idea is a better idea than the first. Uh, yeah. Evolve. Were you making all these with like, did you buy an ice cream machine like that you had at home or how did you make all this? I, I, I've had four ice cream machines now in my life. I started with the little Cuisinart that you can buy on Amazon for like 60 <laughs> bucks, uh, the refreezable bowl, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then I moved up to a an Italian gelato machine that I bought out of a woman's basement for 600 bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I moved up to uh, my first commercial ice cream machine. Um, oh now I have currently my second, my fourth one. But yeah. Wow. It's all just kind of grown upward slowly. But starting out with like the little ones, you know, the, I love that I started small, like super small in a basement, yeah. no windows, no heat. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. That I would rent. And um, do you have a lot of really cute like winter clothes now because of it? <laughs> definitely do. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. what would you say is your favorite part of your job or working in the ice cream industry? What's your favorite part about all that? If you had to choose. Seeing people love what I make, absolutely. Mm -hmm. People telling me, I love this ice cream, it's amazing. Just all the positivity around something that I make is yeah. kind of insane. And honestly, it took me a couple years to believe people. Like, I, w I was like, 
kind of insecure. I was like, I don't, I mean, I think it's good, but like, I mean, are they lying to me just to be nice? Like, does anybody like this? Whenever I started really selling, like people were really buying these popsicles and I was like, yeah, these are great. But in the very beginning, I was like, you know, questioning it. Yeah. Even with how now my, my, these recipes are totally different. You know, they've evolved. Yeah. Is it good? Do people really like it? Is it as perfect as like, I need it to be and perfect kind of take that lightly because perfection. You posted something about that the other day on Instagram too. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Perfectionism. So I really try and focus on the fact that that is just so false, you know? Yeah. It's kind of self-imposed limitation in a way, I guess. Yeah. So I don't think we talked about Val, but how did you, I guess, move from Chicago to here now then? Yeah. And um, what is Val? <laughs> yeah. Val, um, what, I moved to Portland, and I so I closed down Scoop Sites. And I didn't think I was going to do ice cream again. I was moving across the country, and I was like, okay, I need to, I'm 27 now. I need to figure out my life on another coast. And uh, honestly, it fell back into my lap. It really did. I, I was working for a company, um, and I like got word this woman was like oh yeah we're like considering doing vegan ice cream and that was all it took that was November of 2017 that was all it took and I ran after it I chased it down um I took on a partner and now we're doing this together yeah that's amazing Mm -hmm. and how cool that you're able to offer what I love about it is like because I'm dairy free and so it's so cool that you can offer like all these really cool flavors too that are like vegan and dairy free and all that stuff. Whereas usually I feel like when you can't have regular ice cream, you don't always get like the fun flavors, I guess you could say. You get like vanilla. For sure. Ice cream is a vehicle for so many flavor possibilities. Mm -hmm. It it truly is. Um, And I, for Val, I, my first recipes that I made were, I wanted to elevate and make all the classics. I wanted people to have that nostalgic ice cream they used to have as a kid, the mint chip, the, you know, Rocky Road, those types of things. So I wanted to make those, but I, I did want to elevate them. I was like, I want to make these a little bit even better. And then that's when I started branching off into like seasonals. I wanted to work with seasonal produce. Right now I'm working with pears, cranberries, um, all, you know, not too far from where I produce them. Are you going to do a cherry vanilla one? Yes. Really? Because that is just nostalgic. My granny. (laughs) (laughs) She would be so happy to hear I'll do cherry vanilla. Uh, I'll do that when cherries are in season. For sure. That's so good. That's a good idea. Oh, I love that you're using in season stuff too. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People people care about that, you know? And the flavor. Can't beat it. (laughs) I know. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So what has been the most difficult or like the most learning part of like having your own businesses, especially like being a young entrepreneur and being in the food industry? Like I've been in the food industry for a long time too. And it's kind of cutthroat sometimes. Mm, Yeah. Most difficult thing about having my own business. Is that really, is that the question and creating? But then how have you come about it too? Or like, I don't know, you can evolve it. I think the most difficult part was believe it. Yes, believing in myself. There you go. I remember starting out in Boston. It took me a while to even start the business because I was like, 
I was like, no, I can't do that. And I would go through like weeks where I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. And I'd start planning how to start a business. And then other weeks where I'm like, no, no, I'm like crying. Like, no, this doesn't work. (laughs) And I remember just after I finally started it, I remember like always telling people that I was like, just like push past the, the, the thoughts in your head that are telling you that you can't because it, it's just fear. It's just Uh fear. Yeah. You can uh, put that into a box and be like, okay, I'm not going to visit you right now. Ship it away. (laughs) Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, That's been the, that's been the biggest part, you know, pushing past the self-doubt for sure. And I, I think that that you can apply that to all in your life. Yeah. Um, But as far as like the business side of things, I think my, I believe in doing one thing right and doing, doing it well. If you market it right, and you believe in it. And I think if it comes from the heart, I, I think that's a recipe for success. Absolutely. Um, I believe in whenever you start out, I think that you are the personality of the brand. You are the creator of it. And I think that sharing that with people creates a personality for your brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as it grows and as it evolves, I think naturally you do need to step away and focus on bigger picture things. But that's the foundation that your brand will be built on. Yeah. yeah. That's I, awesome. I love that. Yeah. And listen to your, also, one more thing, listen to what the community wants as, as far as a food business. So if you want to start a food business, just start making it, start making food, give it to your friends, get feedback, adjust. Cause like, it's, it's not about what you want necessarily. You should, you should follow your heart thinking that this is what you should do. But if someone's like, this needs more nuts, this needs more nuts. If you keep hearing that, you need to add more nuts. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's not critical too. I love feedback like that because People can always be saying, like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, if it's not perfect, I'm sorry to tell you that, like, oh, it needs more nuts, like, kind of like you're saying. But, like, you can't have a even better product if you don't adjust, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love that. I think that's, that's good feedback. And yeah. I would always tell people, I'd be like, tell me what you think. I cannot get better unless you really tell me. Yeah. And, and then the, the second part of that is you have to be open to receive that. Yes. And you can't be on the defense at all. Oh, no, my product is perfect. <laughs> cool. I'm going to adjust and then we'll see how it yeah. is. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so Thank you're you. friends with a lot of different um, entrepreneurs in Portland and things like that. So how have maybe some of the connections that you've made with the people around you influenced your business now or something? Business, like life, I think everything too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, let's see, um, wonderfully, wonderfully. (laughs) Yeah. I think that whenever I moved here, I knew the certain type of friends that I wanted to have. And I felt like I deserved to have, Mm -hmm. um, I just naturally, I feel like it organically happened. I think that whenever you're at a certain, I guess, vibration that you attract the people that you want into your life. Um, and I wanted positive women, positive role models, um, people who motivate me and elevate me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've got, so as far as what I want to do with the business is I want to open ice cream shops and I've got one friend who's opened several shops and then I've got another friend who just opened her second. So like, those are two different tiers of motivational, like inspiration that I can get, um, information from them. What is this like to open go from one store to two? Or what is this like from go to one store to five? You know, it's so different and I'm not even opened one yet. So understanding that bigger picture really helps me hone in on like, okay, what, what is important for number one, the number one shop for me, you know? 
Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome that you have friends at different stages of that too. So you can kind of get tips and tricks and like you can help other friends as well. And that's awesome. Yeah. And then conversely, I have girlfriends who are trying to start a business or like, yeah, I have one girl friend who's interested in making beaded earrings. And so I'm like, go for it. Just start, just start making it. You know, that's what she got to do. And she's yeah. actually started doing it lately, and she's really oh, happy. I can, like, fun. see so in her face. I'm like, That's good. That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome, too, because I think not only do you guys have entrepreneurship a lot in, like, your common kind of personalities, but I think it's more just, like, your personalities of being, like, just very supportive women of each other and encouraging and all those things. And I think that every every person out there needs someone like that in their life. And so I think that's super cool that you see that you deserve that too. Yeah. That you notice that that's something that you want to surround yourself with and that is going to make you successful. Um, I think that's so cool. I know. I love that you said like the friends I deserve to have, Mm because I think we all should feel that way about ourselves. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. I love that. Portland is a great hub for people like that too. And everywhere, but I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so how do you balance? I feel like you have such a busy lifestyle, kind of like Kelsey and I can kind of relate, but you're a entrepreneur, you hang out with your friends, you go on runs, you have a husband. Like, how do you try to balance everything? And what have you noticed, like, helps you kind of just um, stay yeah, balanced? Great question. I think learning to balance comes from being out of balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, getting fed up with that. Um, but Brandon and I are both starting businesses, so it's important to us to set time aside to recuperate and spend time with one another and uh, do whatever brings us joy and chill, I guess. Um, so usually, like, I'll work during the day. You know, I'm, I'm up early get my exercise time, self time in meditation, um, matcha every, (laughs) every damn day. Uh, I work, I love working. Sometimes I'm just like parking my car and I'm walking into the kitchen. I'm like, I just love what I do. (laughs) Okay. This is silly. And And I'm like, people need to like, whatever makes you like talk out loud to no one being like, I love what I do. Like find that and do it. Yeah. But come home at night and Brandon and I chill we like cook or we'll watch an episode of something but sometimes I go to bed early because I like to start my day earlier Um, my brain doesn't work as well at night Um, I'm more of an early early day worker so Mm -hmm. that's for me that's what works for me yeah what are like if for someone that's going to start their own business what were may are maybe three tips you would give someone that's about to start their own business um, yes, absolutely. Number one, just start doing it, you know, just, just do whatever it. it is, just start. And it doesn't have to be anything serious. Just start playing around with it. See if it sparks something within you. And if it does keep going, number two would be talk with people. So that's what I did. I would just reach out to people who are doing something similar or doing something that inspired me. And I would just either try and organically create a relationship or maybe even like cold email them being like, I want to meet with you. Like, can I please take you to tea or to coffee? Or, um, I'd love to bring you some ice cream, you know, like kind of offering something in return, um, is nice instead of not offering anything. Cause then, you know, what's their motivation to meet with you. So I think 
having something that's mutually beneficial. And they just come with a list of questions and be like, I, this is what I want to do. Like, I'd love to hear your experience. Um, talking with people has been one of the most important things. And I'm, I'm continuing to do that, you know, find mentors. Yeah. And then three would be what I, like what I said earlier, understand that there will be fear all the time. It never really goes away. You just need to get better at um, managing how you, <laughs> how you push it aside. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. And I think talking about that would help, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um. Okay. So back to Val, we wanted to announce that we've partnered with you to our listeners um, just to celebrate your vegan ice cream launch. And so Caitlin, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, $2 off for a pint of delicious plant-based ice cream. Uh, for all of you listeners for this wonderful podcast, I'd love for you to come and try the ice cream. Um, I currently make all of it and sell it out of Blossoming Lotus Restaurant. So that's sort of acting as my storefront before we open the ice cream shop. So you can just pop in, buy a pint of ice cream and leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so whenever you do, just walk in and say that you're here with the We podcast and they'll give you that promo. And um yeah, there's a whole menu. Sometimes it's rotating. So like whatever's available. I think currently I have 10 flavors available. Um, they're so good too. I bought three of them and they're amazing. Thanks. Like I had my family try them and I was like, can you even tell that it's like vegan? Can you tell? And they're like, no, they love it so much. What is like the number one bestseller flavor right now? Oh yeah. Uh, Mary and Mary Cobbler is a hit. People are yeah. loving that. Um, my personal favorite right now is um, the yuzu cranberry pecan crust because it's tart and it's tangy and it's sweet and it's crunchy. It's so unique. What is yuzu? Yuzu yeah. is an Asian fruit. It's citrusy. So it's sort of like lemony kind of and um, sort of like mandarin orange-ish. Uh, so yeah, that's really good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited about where the vision that I have for Val. Um, we're planning to open the ice cream shop in the spring. So cool. Um, is that, where is that's in Portland, right? Definitely in inner Portland. Yeah. Okay. So you have prospects. I love it. You have like a little evil. I have a secret smile on right now and I love it. <laughs> Can't share yet, but. <laughs> I will tell everyone. Yes. The big announcement. I can't wait. That's, that's going to be so exciting. Oh my gosh. It's fun to see you grow too with this. Like, I think when we met you, we like, I don't think you've started that when we met you because it was over a year ago. Yeah. Almost two years ago, I feel like. Yeah. No, I think so too. It was in June. Yeah. Yeah. It was over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's been really cool to like, I love Instagram for this reason is because you can like see how people just like grow in all sorts of things and like connect and everything. I love that. But then I love Instagram because then it brings us together like this. So yeah. But anyways, um, we want to close with a couple things we're asking all of our guests and you can make them as short or long as you like, but here they are. There's three of them. What is one thing you cannot live without? Like it could be anything, an object, a food, anything. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> oh, I love your that. Husband, right? That's your husband? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good answer. He's, good job. he's <laughs> the, like, he's 
the foundation for like, which I can do all this. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. it's important to have someone in your life. I think whether it's a partner or just a really great friend who you can go to whenever things are rough because yeah. doing, doing anything is always rough. <laughs> Doesn't have <to> <laughs> yeah. Doing anything is rough. Life is rough sometimes. It is. Yeah. People make it more fun though. <laughs> they, <laughs> what is your favorite thing? I don't know if you meal prep, but wait, maybe either what's your favorite thing to cook or meal prep or favorite thing to eat? Can't be ice cream. We've talked about ice cream. <laughs> if I eat a lot of ice cream and I'm like, honestly, like not right now. Like, cause I'm tasting every batch, tasting oh, every sure. all the time. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sugared out. <laughs> oh, I bet. Favorite thing to meal prep, I think would be fat balls. Okay. Uh, but I don't do it like ever, hardly. <laughs> like, What's, your recipe? It, What's your go-to? Like, usually, um, I do like all the nuts, just all the nuts some cacao nibs, some almond milk, um, coconut butter, cons, sunflowers, you know, all that. I like to keep them in the freezer and just grab them so I can like rush out of the door kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't meal prep that often. Honestly, the thing that I meal prep every morning is, um, I'd say like my matcha and my supplements. Like I actually religiously prep my supplements every day. Like I have like little containers and like the beginning of the week, I'll like prep those. So I, I think that's something funny that I, if you can loosely like determine what a meal prepping is. Hey, that works great. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, lastly, what does wellness mean to you? This is a hard one, sorry. <laughs> That's uh it, it can mean so many things. Mm -hmm. uh, balance, happiness, healthy relationships. Um, I think I think okay, this is what I think. I think that there's a lot of outward things that we can do to help create balance in our in wellness for ourselves like fitness using natural products um having a healthy competitive drive um that feminine masculine balance um healthy relationships but if you kind of look at it these are all um i guess water that fuels the plant which is you know you're the plant like this is your soul so like wellness for me is having an open heart having um an open mind able to receive whatever's happening to me instead of resisting. So whenever I'm doing all those outward things, they help me create that openness. Um, and sometimes it gets out of balance. Like I'm not open all the time. Sometimes I'm like super resistant. I'm sometimes I'm angry, you know, I'm, it's, it's all natural, I think. And I have to remind myself that, um, so that for me is wellness. Whenever I'm like in alignment with what's going on in my life and open and kind. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I, that's when I feel the best. I love that so much. That was like a great, great definition. Of <laughs> <laughs> Better than anything I could have thought of. <laughs> so lastly, before we let you go, where can our listeners find you? Like on Instagram or tell us all the places they can find you. Yes. Uh, well, you can find me on, on Instagram all the time. I'm always posting <laughs> videos of like ice cream coming out of an ice cream machine and like, it's so, good. All oh my gosh. um, so super drool worthy on Instagram, but where you can buy the ice cream is blossoming Lotus restaurant. It's, um, on Northeast 15th and Broadway. 
Portland. Uh, in Portland. Yeah, you can just walk in, buy the pints, and our menu's there. You can get whatever you want. I'm going to shout out um, Peppermint Patty Crunch right now. It's a holiday flavor. Did a limited batch. It's there until we sell out. And it is, it's definitely my favorite lately, even though it is going to be gone soon. But uh, it has the three C's that I consider to make the most perfect ice cream, which is creamy, crunchy, and chewy. <laughs> Keep it around. <laughs> but yeah, Blossoming Lotus for now. We're talking with another uh, retailer. Uh, about stocking our pints as well. So we're just selling pints, you know, like um, we'll do pop-up events where we'll do scoops. Um, just trying to get the word out in the community and let people get their hands on the product before we open the ice cream shop. Um, and then continuing to do R&D, uh, developing all kinds of recipes. Right now I'm trying to develop a gluten-free waffle cone and it is so difficult. <laughs> but I'm going to get it, you guys. I'm going to get it. Y'all are going to have that gluten-free waffle cone. <laughs> will be your first customer for that. <laughs> What is your Instagram handle for Vow Ice Creams, just so people can search? At Vow Ice Creams. Oh, easy enough. Okay. B-O-W. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. And then do you have a website for people to order off of yet, or? Can't order off the website yet. It's still just a landing page, uh, vowicecreams.com. But you don't need to place an order. You you can just walk in and buy. Okay. Awesome. Um, it should be. I will, I'm trying to keep it as simple for all of you as possible. That is so cool. I love it so much. Well, well you're the on. best. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you for starting this podcast. Like, this is amazing. And women and guys, but I know this is focused amount around women and relationships and wellness. So, yes. You. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, with that, that for today, you go. But thanks for having us. Or Thank you for coming on with us. There we go. Absolutely. Thank you as well.